What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Sportitos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be riding solo here for a quick four-gamer uh, for you guys. Uh, I had to record a little earlier than usual because I am going to go see Air, the show about uh, Michael Jordan's brand, uh, over at the theater here. And uh, excited to do that. So let's go get, go ahead and get this knocked out here. It is a four-game uh, Sunday slate starting early. So if you guys want to put in a uh, lineup, you're going to want to go ahead and get that in. I believe the first game starts at noon here. I'm trying to verify that. Apologize. I uh, swapped off the wrong page there. But it does start early, so make sure you get your butts up out of bed and uh, get in there and uh, make those lineups happen. Uh, all right, so we do have a, uh, yes, it does start at noon, with Cleveland and New York. So noon o'clock <laughs> Central. Cleveland uh, Cavaliers and New York Knicks. The Knicks are favored by two and a half points, and it's a 206.5 game total. Quentin Grimes is questionable with a shoulder injury. Uh, I think Donovan Mitchell uh, for the Cavs is definitely rosterable here. Obviously, that game total is uh, a bit icky. Uh, something that we need to watch out. Obviously, uh, we don't want to be stacking this game too hard, probably, because it is probably going to end up being a pretty low-scoring game. But there are a few guys that I do definitely like. Um, we have uh, Jared Allen, 6,800, also available. Uh, also a good play on the Cavaliers, I feel like. Again, just feel like this is a good situation here with a lot of missed shots, a lot of opportunities to rebound the basketball, get offensive boards, and put it back. Uh, I just think it's a it's it's a guy I want to go ahead and get on my roster here. So uh, he is a guy that I'm still looking at. His price really hasn't changed at all in this series so far. Been pretty much the same. Uh, 6,600, 6,500, 6,700, now 6,800. So a little bit more pricey. Had a bit of an off game in the last one. 17.75 DK points, but the first uh, two games of the series, 38.5 and 37.5 DK points. So I do like him there. Uh, we also have for the Cavaliers, um, as a dart throw, not going to necessarily roster him, but uh, Danny Green at 3,100 is a nice little a nice little dart throw, I think. And with it, you know, with him being uh, a guy that's getting you know between 12 to 20 minutes, it looks like I mean he he struggled in the last one, went over three from the field, uh, still put up a block. Got a couple of rebounds, got an assist, but didn't score the basketball. But he was playing well the game before that, and they kept him in. He only got 12 DK points, but this guy, I mean, he can put up DK points in a hurry. He had 21.5 25 minutes against Charlotte to end the season, 39.25 in 26 minutes against Orlando. But, of course, these are games at the end of the season where it doesn't really matter. Um, so, you know, I don't feel like there's a high ceiling there, but uh, as a guy that's, you know, near 3,000 that you can roster, I think he has somebody you can definitely look at. Other side of the ball, I think, you know, Randall Brunson, 7,700 for Randall and 7,600 for Brunson. Both those guys have to be on your radar. I would definitely lean Brunson. I just feel like, uh, you know, with him being a little cheaper and basically the same price as Randall, he has kind of a safer floor, in my opinion. Uh, the Knicks are going to rely on him, obviously, to score the basketball. So, you always have that. Going for you. Uh, let's see. In this series so far, 36.5, 42.75, 37.5 DK points. Randall, on the other hand, uh, 42, 34, and 27.5. So he had one of those uh, kind of bad Randall games the last one, 3 of 15 from the field. I do think Randall's still a fair pl play here, though, at 7,700, especially for GPPs. I feel like he probably will go a little bit under-owned just because of the uh, game total here. 
Josh Hart again. I'm all over Josh Hart, 5,400, especially if uh, Quentin Grimes is out. He did start the second half and played the entire, the entirety of the second half. Uh, and I feel like, you know, we got a little, uh, a little bit robbed of some Josh Hart points in the last one because he did get three fouls and like, I don't know, it was, it was like six minutes or something in the first half and didn't play a whole lot in the first half. But again, played the entire second half, did not sit, not a single time. This is going to run him out there and play him until the wheels fall off. So I love Josh Hart here, 5,400. He's probably my favorite play in this entire game. And I'm going to throw Isaiah Hartenstein in there at 3,800 as well. Probably, I mean, he scored uh, over 20 DK points in the first two games. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility here again. They're going to need his his size and length against, you know, obviously Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. So uh, I do like Isaiah Hartenstein at 3,800 as well. Still pretty much splitting minutes here with Mitchell Robinson, much to the chagrin of Mitchell Robinson. Uh, benefactors, or not benefactors, supporters. Uh, if you guys get, get the DFS pass at sportsethos.com, you can go ahead and hang out with me in the Discord where we do discuss up until lock, uh, you know, what's going on. Uh, just if you have any questions or thoughts, you can always shoot them there, give you some general, you know, tips if you want them. Always active there. Uh, DFS pass at sportsethos.com. Go sign up and get it now. Uh, Sacramento and Golden State Warriors. Golden State is favored by 7.5 points with a 238.5 game total. I think this is where the Kings strike back. Uh, you know, again, last game kind of went as I predicted, honestly, where, you know, Curry was kind of getting every single call. Really? I mean, the refs seem to be uh, correcting for maybe favoring the Kings a little bit in the first couple of games. So I feel like things come back to the norm here. I feel like the Kings uh, are going to put it on the Warriors. Uh, 7.5 is just a, kind of a little ridiculous here. I definitely want to play the plus 7.5 in favor of the Kings. But uh, De'Aaron Fox at 9,000 jumps out to me as a decent play, as well as Sabonis at 8,900. I mean, look, you can get you know Randall and Brunson, obviously, for the same pricing here, or for, for a lot less pricing here, and probably similar floors. But I think Sabonis, particularly at 8900, has the higher ceiling uh, of any of those four guys I mentioned. And so I'm going with Sabonis for sure. He's one of my locks here. Uh, again, just the Warriors, interior, not, a, not playing a lot of defense. He's going to need a lot of rebounds, putbacks. Uh, been scoring pretty well against this team uh, in this series. So I like Sabonis here at 8900 for sure. Uh, Kevin Hort is still in my still in my uh, my player pool here at 5600, but I am souring him a little bit. I think there's other guys I'd rather have, but I still do want to mention him as a guy that can absolutely go off. Uh, his three point shooting has been not great this series, and so he's going to bring that back to norm at some point. And when that happens, it could happen in a big way where he hits seven or eight or nine in a game. So I, I wish I was there. You know, definitely want to have him on my roster for that. I'm not sure I'm going to have him here. The guy I'm definitely looking at in the Kings, though, uh, outside of Sabonis, is Davion Mitchell at 4,000 off night, as I call him. The guy that they stick on Steph Curry, and honestly, would not be surprised to see him start in this next game. I think it's absolutely on the table here. I think, uh, you know, his uh, defense on Steph Curry, not in the last game necessarily, but the game before that, was an absolute masterclass. And I just want to see it some more. So I, I'm hoping that they stick him here in the starting lineup. They play him a whole bunch of minutes. Um, you know, I don't think he has an incredibly high ceiling because sometimes his shot's just not falling. But I think, you know, if they're going to play him upwards of 28 to 32 minutes, which I'm hoping for here, the floor makes a little lot of sense at 4,000. On the other side of the ball, uh, Golden State, I am looking at just one guy. It's Gary Payton II 
4,300. He is healthy here, going to play. He played you know minutes in the mid twenties through the first three games. Um, I think he's going to hit you know fill that role again. Plays defense for them. Uh, going to go guard Darren Fox probably. I like him a whole heck of a lot here. So 4,300 for Gary Payton. Uh, two is a good play for the Golden State Warriors. Boston Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks. Boston favored by six points and the game total of 232. We do have Marcus Mark questionable with a back injury. I have to imagine, as tough as that guy is, he's going to get ripped through it and play. But if he is out, I mean, obviously, Malcolm Brogdon at 5,300 is a nice play. Uh, people are going to gravitate towards Derek White at 6,400, I believe his pricing is, uh, which is fine. I think they think it's great. You know, I think it's, for me, it's. I've always been the guy. I've, I, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, which one do I pick? Do I pick him, you know, what A or B? And I always seem to pick Brogdon. So I'm just going to stick with it because it's probably right 50% of the time that he's going to outscore Derek White. Derek White, though, can't argue against that. Probably a safer floor because he does contribute uh, defensive stats, uh, rebounds, assists. He contributes across the board. But I just love me some Malcolm Brogdon, sixth man of the year. I think he's going to have a big game here if Marcus Smart is out. So. 5,300 for him is, is a good play. Uh, Tatum at 9,900. Uh, Jalen Brown at 8,800. That's like the, you know, spending up a little bit here compared to uh, Fox uh, with Jason Tatum. But I, I do think Tatum is a really good play here because I do feel like Boston Celtics are going to put it on the Hawks here after they drop that last one. So I'm looking for a big strike. Uh, from the Boston Celtics, the championship favorites still at this point, I would have to believe. So uh, Tatum at 9,900 is the guy I'm really looking at. I think Brown at 8,800 is a fine play also. Don't mind either of those guys. Um, on the other side of the ball, I'm, uh, you know, home game, I'm always looking at the role players. So I'm looking at Bogey again, Bogey Bogdanovich, 5,200. Uh, was off to a really solid start in the last one and then got kind of banged up there with a, a bit of a collision and didn't get back in the game. So it is what it is. You know, hopefully he stays in and plays a small lot of minutes. But they're good. they just need a shot creation. I've been saying that all series. Um, they're, they're realizing it as the series goes on. He's getting more minutes. So I do like Bogey here at 5,200. Uh, Oyeka Kangu is another guy we've been talking about all series, it seems like. But 4,200 for him seems like a really good play um, as he's pretty much splitting minutes with, with Capella. Um, let me see here if I can get his game log up and take a look. Um, he is getting, yeah, 23 minutes, 24 minutes in the last two games. So, you know, splitting minutes pretty much right down the middle with Capella. Uh, getting boards, blocks, points. Enough. Not, not a crazy ceiling guy, but a decent floor guy. Uh, that's pretty much where he's been all season. Uh, the real guy I'm really loving, though, and I mentioned him in the last last slate, and I did not play him, but Sadiq Bey at 4,000. It seems like they finally realized they're going to need this guy out there to stretch the floor for better or for worse, and uh, had a really good game in the last one. I'm hoping for a similar showing here. Don't know if we can necessarily bank on that. But 4,000 is a very decent price tag. It's the same exact price tag as last game. 29 DK points. 15 points on 5 of 7 shooting. 3 of 3 from beyond the arc. Yeah, we really can't count that happening again. But the thing I'm looking at mostly is 27 minutes. You know, hopefully he didn't put up a single you know, defensive stat there. So hopefully he gets a few steals. And maybe he scores, you know, 11 points. Gets a few steals. Grabs 6 or 7 boards. And dishes 3 or 4 assists. And you're really talking about a, a pretty decent line there. You're talking about basically the same as, as we did before. So 4,000, I do like him. Uh, I like him 
probably, yes, I like him definitely more. Well, yes, I like him definitely more than Davion Mitchell at 4000 So it was the same price guy. Uh, I like him more than Isaiah Hartenstein, 3800 So other guys I have my list, he ranks above those guys. So he's definitely a guy I'm going to have in a lot of my lineups. Moving on here, Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Denver is favored by three and a half points, and we have a game total of 225. This is the late game, late hammer. I am looking at Jokic at 10-6. He's under 11K. Uh, he's the MVP runner-up, playing like one, basically a, a safe floor of 45 to 50 DK points, with an upside of, I mean, 75 to 80. I mean, this guy can just absolutely break the slate. So I think you absolutely have to consider him if you don't end up rostering him. Uh, you know, I get it. Is He's the most expensive guy in the slate. But uh has to be in consideration. Has to be in strong consideration to be in your rosters. I think Jamal Murray at 8,100 uh, should have some of his ownership fall off after kind of a, a letdown game in the last one. And so I'm looking for him to recover here and have a better game. I think that's absolutely possible and doable. I don't think it's absolutely a given, but it is a nice, uh, decent matchup for him. And then a guy I've been overlooking this whole series, and I shouldn't have been, and now I just can't because he's just playing so darn well. And that's Michael Porter Jr. Sir Michael Porter Jr. that could have been a Chicago Bull had my team not been stupid. Uh, he is not, alas. Uh, he is a Denver Nugget, for better or for worse. And he's looking healthy and he's looking good. He is scoring the basketball. I've been you know, saying Aaron Gordon, but I'm, I'm pivoting here to uh, Michael Porter Jr. They're similar priced. Aaron Gordon's 5900 MPJ is 6,500. I think you can still go to Aaron Gordon in you know large field GPPs and hope he outscores an MPJ. I think that's a, a nice move, but I think ultimately you know we have to admit that uh, MPJ is playing a more solid and more fundamental role for this Denver uh, game, Denver team in this uh, particular matchup. So MPJ 6,500. I like him a whole heck of a lot as well. On the other side, uh, you're looking for a ceiling game here from Anthony Edwards 8,600. I mean. Comments about, you know, this isn't over, or we're going to come back. I mean, you know, kind of blowing smoke uh, to a certain point. But also at the same time, we saw what this guy could do, man. He is uh, just incredible. Uh, can score the basketball with the best of them. Absolutely gifted athlete. Um, so I'm looking for him to come out, man. We're just just chopping at the bit. Have a good, really good game. Show the Timberwolves that they, the, he's the guy they should be building around. I think it's pretty obvious to all of us at this, you know, at this point. It should have been obvious before that, but he is that dude. Uh, they need to get him the ball and just get out of his way at times. Uh, Rudy Gobert at 6,600. I'm still interested in him as well. Not sure why his price tag continues to stay the same. He's been uh, having a very, very good series. Uh, I wouldn't call it... I mean, he looks kind of hobbled out there. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, fit next to Carlton Towns aside. I mean, what, it is what it is. They're in that situation. They just have to deal with it. But... Uh, pretty consistent. I mean, 30, uh, 27.75 DK points in the first one, 36, 36 in the last two. Um, scoring the ball with a, a whole lot, uh, 19 and 18 points in the last two. I mean, what's happening is that he's just playing that, that dunker spot, basically, and just standing under the basket waiting for you know his teammate, waiting for Anthony Edwards or, or whoever to drive to the hoop and just dump it off to him, and he's just getting easy dunks. I mean, 7 of 10 from the field, 7 of 11 from the field. That backs that up, right? He's shooting basically 65% from the field the last two games. I mean, he's getting all dunks because they're wide open. So uh, they're going to continue to give that up. I wouldn't be surprised to see him score, you know, 14 to 18 points again very easily. And you're just hoping for that double-double uh, bonus. 
and you're also hoping for a few locks, which uh, he hasn't been getting. He does have, interestingly enough, have three and four assists in the last two. So that's something to keep uh, keep our eye on. But uh, but yeah, I think he's good. Uh, just a decent, decent, decent matchup here. A decent game for him. Uh, last guy I'm looking at here on the Wolves is uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker at 3,800. Again, locked in the minutes. Think they have really no other choice without Jalen McDaniels. Um, they have to kind of play this guy. Uh, he hasn't been incredible, but he's been he's been playing really good defense on Jamal Murray. In the last game, he was uh, really up in his shirt, really giving him trouble. So there you go. Uh, and actually, guys, as we're talking here, I'm just double checking because when I was preparing for this, the Thrive Fantasy uh, numbers lines weren't out yet. So on the fly here, I'm gonna try to give you guys some Thrive Fantasy plays that I like. Um, this is good, Jason Tatum over 28.5 points. I think this is uh, definitely doable for Tatum here in a high-intensity matchup where the Celtics are going to look to shut the door on the Hawks. The Hawks are looking to keep things competitive. They absolutely can. They have the shooting to do that. As long as the, you know, it's a, it's a high-variance thing. If their shooting's on, then they're definitely in the game. If the shooting's not on, then they're just going to get stomped. So long-term, the Celtics win this, but uh, any given game, the Hawks can come out and give them heck. So I do like 28 point, over 28.5 for Jason Tatum. Assuming Mark, Marcus Smart 6 sits... I do like over 3.5 assists for Malcolm Brogdon. That's 80 points against the Atlanta Hawks. It's probably fine either way, but we're going to assume if Smart sits and that does, does happen, then I would absolutely lock that in. Um, Just taking a look here at some other stuff. Uh, if you aren't thriving, go to thrivefantasy.com, sign up, use promo code ETHOS to sign up and get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. Um, Michael Porter Jr. rebounds, not really feeling that, but I do think Jamal Murray... Um, assists, and eh, not really feeling that either. Um, what about Carlton Three Towns? Not really. Okay, let's go Gobert. Let's go Rudy Gobert. I'm going to go over 10.5 rebounds at 95 points for Rudy Gobert. Um, I think that's definitely doable. Um, I think he is absolutely, uh, I mean, he's, he's gone over in only one of three games, but it's been kind of a, I mean, rebounds are a, a high variance thing, and it's been kind of a weird Series for Rudy, he's been in foul trouble the last couple of games, so hopefully he can stay out of that. Uh, maybe he won't. Maybe it's just Jokic you know, has the best of him. But I think I think eleven rebounds either way is definitely doable for Rudy Gobert. Uh, this is, was at like thirteen point five earlier uh, on the books at sports books. So, um, lastly, I didn't have Anthony Edwards going over thirty eight point five. 38.5 points, rebounds, and assists in an elimination game. Just feel like this young kid's going to show out and show everybody yet once again uh, just exactly how gifted he is. So I do like that. Oh, that's 100 points against the Denver Nuggets. That's it, guys. That is going to be our show. That is it for our DraftKings DFS plays as well as our Thrive Fantasy plays. I am Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith. And uh, please do wherever you listen to the show. Leave us a review. Uh, you know, let us know how we're doing. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, guys, go get that money. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.